Fire is essential in nature. While it looks destructive, it has an important role in renewal. For habitat and forests and grasslands, many species of plants rely on the renewing destruction of fire to thrive. Forests that don't experience regular fire cleansings become dangerous with underbrush that chokes out native plants, tinder that can transform cleansing fires into catastrophic events. In the Pacific Northwest in the summer, often at late summer, there's days and days, sometimes weeks, where there is just smoke everywhere in the air, forests burning. The prairies of the Midwest rely on fire to choke out the non-native plants, while the native plants Deep and strong roots are revived and renewed by it, coming back stronger than they were before. At Camp Chrysalis this summer with the Grace Kids, uh, we were uh, roasting some beautiful marshmallows over the fire, and an ember popped up and landed on my shoulder. I wiped it off, but not until it had created a perfect little round burn. It hurt. I still have a small scar there. But even when employed for a beneficial use, like maintaining forests or grasslands, or for a delightful use, like making marshmallow and chocolate treats, fire is scary. And Jesus came to bring the fire. Not the warm, fuzzy kind that we can roast s'mores on and might just you know, burn us a little bit. Not a pretend fire like the pictures we put on our South Texas TVs in the winter to pretend we're having a fire because it's actually too hot to have a real fire. Not even the blazes that burn indiscriminately. Jesus came to bring the fire of renewal. A fire of destruction that is necessary for new growth, for management, for renewal, for resurrection. The church, bless its heart, has domesticated Jesus over the centuries. We look at Jesus as the smiling, laughing, loving, healing one our hearts have connected with, and, and he is that. But he is also something so much more. There's not just one side to Jesus, just like there's not just one side to any of us. Jesus heals and protects like a mother hen. He draws the little children to himself. He inspires. He draws in those who are on the outside. And then there's that side of Jesus that hulks out and throws over tables and provokes the powerful until he was murdered. There is a side to Jesus that does not tiptoe around conflict, especially when the marginalized are the conflict that Jesus was willing to engage was the conflict that would bring insight, healing, new life, renewal, inclusion, just like fire does. I realized this morning that there are usually two types of people in the world. Those that don't mind conflict and deal with things head on, and those who would do literally anything to avoid it. Each of you knows who you are. Those of you who would do anything to avoid it probably squirming in your seats right now. But these days it seems like 
Conflict is poked into our faces constantly. It is everywhere. And in our current political and social milieu, the political machine is capitalizing on us being in conflict with one another. Living in a democracy should look like working together despite our differences for the betterment of all. That is the principles it's founded on, right? But we are being provoked and polarized as super PACs and billionaires line their pockets with the paychecks of power fueled by our petty arguments, profiting off the division of people, creating enemies of what was once neighbors, distrust out of what could be curiosity. Jesus in our gospel this morning speaks to what it might look like to allow conflict over what matters to clear the air and bring renewal. That sometimes talking about these difficult things, allowing the fire of God's grace and love and truth to move through can transform our relationships, ourselves, to truly open our hearts and listen, to receive each other as beautiful images of the divine. This is the renewal, the fire that Jesus brings. To engage in this kind of conflict does not mean starting a fight. I heard, I heard Craig guffaw when I said mother-in-law against daughter-in-law. Those are the kind of fights you kind of assume, right? But these fights are not a brawl or a fight. This is bringing things up and out into the open so they can be dealt with and cleansed and healed. It means being ourselves and opening up to one another it means listening, staying calm and not reactive, knowing that, that when others get upset, it's more about what's going on in their own lives than it is about us, right? Did y'all know this? If somebody comes at you sideways, it's probably because of something that's happening with them. People are hurting. It's actually not that you didn't put on your blinker on 1604, but use your blinker on 1604, but also, <laughs> They may have just gotten a terrible diagnosis. They might not be able to pay their bills. They might be just heard terrible news. They might have been betrayed by someone they love, frustrated, depressed. We don't know what's happening with folk. Being able to open up our hearts and be ourselves allows others space to do the same. Jesus telling his followers that he brings the fire and that they can expect conflict with even those closest to them, those um, that are supposed to be these relationships that are unshakable, is not a threat. It's a promise of healing. If we don't deal with our issues, if we don't talk about what is true, if we can't find a path forward together as, as who we truly were made to be, Real and transforming relationships and healing is not possible for us. Tell the truth about yourself. Receive it from those that you love. Walk forward in the healing fire of God's love. When we have the courage to be who we are, 
have these hard conversations, resurrection comes. That's the good news, y'all. It is the good news. Fire is life-giving. Not to stoke in a destructive way, not to fight for fighting's sake, but to allow the discomfort and the hard work of listening and telling the truth to reconcile us to one another and to God. We have a higher call than wallowing in our unbrokenness. We have a bigger destiny than being anything other than our authentic selves. We have crucial work to do together, and we don't have time to hide or judge each other or stay silent. So church, let us allow the fire of rebirth, the fire of Christ, to give us the courage to let what needs to burn, burn. And watch as what God has given deep roots grows back stronger than before, unifying, beautiful. Who knows? Maybe we could even make s'mores out of the embers. It could leave a scar, and we'd have something to remember it by. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let's stand together and sing Faith of Our Fathers.